pleasure of talking with John R. Miller over Zoom video. John recently signed a contract or a record deal with Rounder Records. He talks to us about that, but he, he starts off by telling us his journey growing up in West Virginia, getting into music around 14 years old. His dad had a nylon string guitar in the closet. He found it and decided he wanted to start to learn how to play guitar. That led to him joining some bands, forming some bands. He did that for a while and ended up getting a gig as a touring bass player. So he ended up playing bass with a lot of different bands. Always writing songs during this period. When the bass gig started to kind of fizzle out a little bit is when he decided to start a project of his own and put out records under his own name. He talks to us about putting out the first two John R. Miller albums and his most recent record, which is coming out on Rounder Records. With this new record, he had no intention of getting signed. He thought he was just going to put it out independently. And when the records were being mixed, somebody heard it and that got passed along to Rounder Records and they wanted to sign him. And this all happened over the course of quarantine. He started recording the record in January of 2020. It was almost finished by the, by the end there. And then, of course, COVID hit in March. So the, the record was done and he was chatting with Rounder Records, ended up signing a deal with them. He tells us that story and all about the brand new record and tour he has coming up. You can watch our interview with John R. Miller on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. We'd love it if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with John R. Miller. Our podcast is about you and your journey in music, and we'll talk about the new record you have coming out. Uh, what is it, next month on the 16th? Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Um, so first off, where were you born and raised? Uh, well, I was born in Silver Spring, Maryland. I, I grew up mostly in West Virginia, um, kind of in the eastern panhandle, a little area. Uh, Martinsburg is kind of the bigger town in the, in the area that I was in. Um, it's about an hour and a half from DC, but it's, uh, it's, it's kind of the Eastern panhandle of West Virginia. Oh, right on. And, and how did you get into music? Well, um, I kind of started playing in, uh, um, kind of garage bands when I was a teenager, um, kind of started playing guitar when I was about 14. Uh, my dad had a, like a nylon string classical guitar in the closet that I sort of taught myself power chords on you know and uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> i uh um yeah i started band with some buddies when i was uh, about 16 or so and kind of just kept uh starting bands through through my early 20s and started going on the road a lot um started playing with a string band uh, when i got a little more into songwriting when i was um I don't know, around 18 or 19 and, uh, started playing with a string band, um, around then. And we play in some bars and we'd go out and busk in DC, uh, a few days a week to try to earn a little money. And, um, yeah, just started traveling a lot and never really, never really looked back after that. Wow. Um, you talked about learning guitar at 14 prior to that, like your dad had a guitar. Did he yeah. play? Yeah, he didn't play. Um, he just kind of had it. It was in the closet for, you know, decades. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, it was just it was there and I didn't have a guitar and I wanted to teach myself how to play. Uh, I 
eventually put a hole through the top of the thing and kind of put it back in a closet and kind of covered my tracks a little bit, but whoops. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, no, nobody in my family really, uh, was, was musical. Um, and just sort of, I just sort of started gravitating towards that a whole lot when I was about 13, 14 and, uh, kind of started listening, like actively trying to listen to stuff that wasn't on the radio and like, just looking, seeking out music rather than just kind of hearing it and listening to it. Was there like something or somebody that, you know, started that for you? I mean, going from the radio to seeking out your own, to seeking out music, I'm sure there had to be some sort of like bridge there to like, or was there not? Like, how did you find yeah. out about bands that weren't on the radio? I guess is my question. Well, I had a, I, I, I kind of got in with a group of friends that, um, we're sort of into uh, punk rock kind of stuff and, and they kind of turned me on to some bands and then like it kind of, you know, it opened my eyes to there's this whole world of music that, you know, isn't, uh, I, I guess it was the first, my first exposure to something that wasn't in the mainstream, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so I was pretty hooked from there. And then I, every time I get up, a, a cd or a tape from from a band i'd look in the liner notes and you know back then uh it'd always be like a laundry list of other bands that they played with and sure um you know friends of theirs so i kind of followed the web of of bands through through uh, album liner notes and got into a whole lot of stuff that way it's amazing and at 14 you started learning guitar and how quickly did you start trying to play with people like your other friends uh, playing guitar or drums or anything like that when you're growing up? Uh, yeah, I had a, we kind of had an, a pretty cool, you know, DIY uh, small town scene thing going. And it was kind of um, uh, a handful of people trying to do the same thing, um, kind of playing uh playing guitar and trying to learn and i ended up um it was a couple of years before i actually started feeling like i was good enough to, to start trying to play with people and uh uh we it was, it was me and my um really close friend james we uh we started a band with uh, a bass player and a drummer who we sort of kind of knew and they were like in jazz band you know and uh because then they were some of the some of the um, only people that we knew that really could play bass and drums, you know. Yeah, jazz uh, band. They must have been pretty good, <laughs> I would assume. Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was pretty it was pretty cool. It was an interesting combination because we were we were kind of trying to start a rock and roll band, and like it was we were all learning um, about different stuff and. Uh, but yeah, we, we started just kind of putting on our own shows, renting out roads and clubs and church halls and stuff for like 50 bucks a night, you know, and putting flyering our school and, you know, trying to just play shows for our friends and stuff. And um, from there, we kind of realized that there's all these other towns, you know, within an hour or two of us that were kind of doing the same thing. And so we trade shows with with other bands and kind of started doing a little little regional regional circuit you know mm -hmm. there's quite a few little yeah t areas you could hit from where you were right i mean dc's close baltimore i'm sure and like i don't i don't really know too much about that that little triangle there but i know that 
there's probably a lot of places you can get to. Yeah. And we didn't really go out. We didn't really go out to any of the bigger cities um, when we were that young. It was mostly like small, small towns. But um, we would go to we go to see shows all the time in D.C. and Baltimore. That was kind of the closest place to see like touring bands. Mm-hmm. And um, we uh, there's like Hagerstown, Maryland and Winchester, Virginia. We're all within a half an hour of us. And, you know, Pennsylvania is just a just across little strip of Maryland there from us. Mm-hmm. And um, just a whole string of small towns with with kids trying to play in bands and um it was it was super cool i uh i i kind of kind of fell in love with the whole like diy community mm-hmm. um doing it that way so that's some, that's awesome and then from there like were you in other bands like when did you start playing as just john r miller was that years later yeah um so yeah after uh after a couple of it's actually uh, many, many years after that. I uh, I played in a couple of bands that I had started with buddies in my twenties and did some touring and um, kind of when those fizzled out for one reason or another and you know people kind of going and doing their own thing or settling down. Um, I kind of uh, started just playing bass for for people for a while and um got a lot of touring gigs as a bass player and uh really in, enjoyed that um and i learned a whole whole lot too just uh, uh just jumping on in with other bands like as a touring bassist like if a band needs somebody to go on the road yeah and i mean it was uh I, I did a lot of that sort of like you know case by case stuff and then i was like in a couple of bands as a bass player and uh that was kind of my main gig for a number of years and i was just sort of i was still writing songs on the on the side and everything um but uh i didn't uh i didn't really start doing it with any seriousness uh if you can call it that until until a couple of years ago um put out a proper record and like tried to start doing i kind of just ran out of band names you know so i started doing it under my own name okay Uh, i always felt weird about like like when I started these, these bands with, with buddies and everything, like when I always felt weird about, um, I don't know, like restructuring the band, even if it was technically my band, I felt weird about restructuring it and then keeping the same name. So we just like stopped. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. So, so I ended up, uh, I just ended up doing it under my own name. Cause you know, that way people can kind of kind of come and go we've got a pretty steady band for the last few years they're great that's cool and, yeah and uh so you put a record out in 2014 was that the first one that you released under your own name uh yeah it was kind of a. it's just a pretty much just me and guitar and i played some upright bass on it but uh it was more of a just sort of collection of demos um when i was trying to sort of hustle gigs and stuff playing just bars and things on my own in between base gigs and, you know, uh, restaurant jobs. I was, um, you know, just, just trying to hustle a little bit. And that was, uh, felt like I needed something to be like, Hey, I'm a real person. I play music. Uh, can I play your bar? You know, here's my CD. And, mm-hmm. uh, that's, so it's more of a collection of demos kind of 
than um than a than a proper record, but it's still out there for better or worse, you know. <laughs> sure. So would you say like the first proper record would be the second one that you put out then? Yeah, the uh uh 2018, the trouble you follow. I did that mm-hmm. one um in a in a buddy's home studio, uh pretty close to where I grew up and um had a had a bunch of friends come in and and play on that and um and that was the first like full band um thing that i'd done under my own name oh, okay so you just hired did you hire people or you you had a band together that you yeah it was kind of a okay. it was kind of a collection of people from around the area that i played with over the years buddy music buddies and everything and um uh chloe my partner who still plays in the band she was she was on that record as well and she's the she's the only one that's still playing in the band but everybody oh, okay. else pretty much back in west virginia i'm down in nashville now oh really my family and i just moved to nashville as well oh right on yeah uh, in march so we're we're in the area <laughs> oh yeah i moved here uh, like four years ago chloe's been here longer than i have but i moved here about four years ago kind of just sort of fresh start and um uh easier to easier to get you know sideman gigs and stuff around right yeah i can imagine (laughs) a lot more going on here as far as music goes which is amazing we love it here yeah it's 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 pretty great uh we're up in we're up in madison okay um, we're south of you that we're pretty we're down near franklin so oh cool opposite direction of you Um, but yeah, we love it. So awesome. So you moved to moved to Nashville. Was that around the time when that record came out or were you already living here when that record came out? Yeah, I was, I was living here when it came out. Um, I was kind of like in the process of moving when I made it. Um, it was kind of a, kind of a last, like, I'm going to, I'm going to make a record here before I leave sort of thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, so sort of took it with me and um, started playing in, in Kentucky a whole lot. Found a lot of um, really nice folks there that let me come and play and everything and got to know people around Lexington um, uh, pretty well. And that kind of became new new home base. And that's um, the, all the rest of the band, the guys that we play with regularly, they, uh, they live in eastern Kentucky. So. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's still not that far, right? Kentucky from here. I don't know. I'm like ge- geographically right now. I'm, I don't really know <laughs> my bearings yet because we haven't had a chance to really travel. But I feel like you can get to what, like Georgia pretty quick in a few hours. I'm from Southern California. So like anything aside from like Los Angeles is like 15. I mean, it's, to get to yeah, San Francisco, really like, far, yeah. it's like eight, nine hours. I mean, it's it's crazy how many states you can drive through here yeah, <laughs> in the span of that time. Pretty, pretty drives though. You know, if you got to drive for eight hours, you can pick worse places to do it. Um, yeah. If you take the coast route, <laughs> yeah, 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 if you go inland, it's not as, it's not as, uh, pleasing, but sure. sure. Um, but yeah, Kentucky, uh, the Lexington's like three and a half hours away and oh, uh, most, most of the bands around four hours from us. So right on. we get up, we get up there a lot. I, I've seen a lot of the seen a lot of the uh, Eastern Kentucky Parkway, you know? Sure, sure. And when you put that, uh, The Trouble You Follow out, did you guys tour on the record? Uh, yeah, we kind of, 
I did a little like the first like sort of tour that I tried to do was just me and Chloe and a, and an upright bass player just kind of real stripped down sort of thing. Um, just sort of ran around in a minivan for a little while. And Chloe and I played a lot of a lot of duo shows together before we kind of had a steady steady band um, going. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah, we've been doing we've been playing with the same same group of guys for the the last few years. That's cool. And uh, I mean, recently you guys re-signed with Rounder Records, mm-hmm. which is awesome. I mean, that must be yeah. a pretty pretty cool <laughs> thing to happen. Pretty crazy, man. I I, I kind of couldn't believe it. It just sort of um, it happened. It, yeah, we I we uh, we went and recorded this last record um, uh, in January of 2020. Okay. And kind of got it done just before everything shut Locked down. down. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, my initial plan was just to self-release it and kind of do things independently the way that we, the way that we've always been doing it. And, um, we kind of had an opportunity to, to, um, you know, sign, sign with rounder and put the record out with them. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty wild to me, you know, <laughs> I'm still, still kind of learning how all this works. That's cool. Like what was the, how, how did that relationship start? Did they like seek you out or, um, and it, did this all happen over the course of this like pandemic? Uh, yeah, it kind of did. Um, they're, uh, they're, uh, they're A&R guy, uh, Mark Williams had somebody when the, when the record was being mixed, um, Justin Francis, the engineer uh, and producer, he was he, the way I heard it was he was mixing it, and someone in the studio um, overheard it and and passed it along to Mark Williams. And um, Mark reached out to my uh, manager, Ian, and started talking to him. And it turned out they sort of knew of, knew of each other uh, previously. Um, and then they started talking, and then they. Um, you know, he, uh, he was, he was interested in finding us a home, uh, for it and yeah, it worked out. We, we talked, we, everything moved pretty glacially last year, you know, but, but, um, we, uh, we ended up working it out and yeah, now here we are. It's gonna, gonna come out next month. Wow. <laughs> so you guys, you put the whole record together. It was ready to go prior to everything shutting down. I'm sure you had did you have big plans? I mean, as far as like, were you guys going to tour the album? Like how did that, the virus kind of stop you? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, my plan was just to kind of do what, do what we'd always done. Just, um, self-release and do, do tours, uh, kind of self book kind of stuff. And, um, you know, like, you know, we, when we kind of saw the writing on the wall that we weren't going to be, traveling for a little while i you know i adapted to being at home pretty pretty quick and i didn't think that you know i would like anybody no one really knew what was going to happen or how long or if ever we were going to do it again so i was just kind of taking it as it came you know mm-hmm. um you know we were very very fortunate that we were able to find it a home in that in that span of time but that's amazing that's i mean to for something to shut down the world and put everybody in their stop everyone in their tracks to kind of be able to come out of it with, with a record deal, especially signed to like an iconic label like that. That's 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> still trying to wrap my head around it, you know, <laughs> but you know, I'm very, very grateful and, um, uh, and pretty excited to yeah. see how it all goes, you know? So with, with, aside from putting the record out, are you, are they putting you on a tour? Like, do you, do you know what the future holds as far as being on the label with them? <laughs> well, um, yeah, we, we, we have a booking agent now and we're, um, we're going to be doing some touring. Uh, we're going on the road for about three weeks next month, just doing kind of Southeast and a little bit of the Midwest. And, um, yeah, we'll probably, you know, as, as, as we can, we're going to try to try to tour as much as we can. I, I love traveling. That's kind of part of the reason why I wanted to do this with any seriousness, you know, <laughs> it gives me an opportunity to see new places and meet new people. And that that's very exciting to me. And I've never really, the novelty of that hasn't worn off for me, which, um, you know, I think is, I think I've pretty much resigned myself to that lifestyle. So, uh, yeah, we're just, we're just gonna, just gonna tour and, um, try to make the, make the most of our time, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you approach this record any different than the trouble you follow? Or is it like, where did you record it in, did you say you recorded it? Oh, you didn't tell me where you recorded the new one. <laughs> He's recorded yeah, we, the other one in West Virginia, right? That yeah, was the one. Yeah. And then where did you record this new one? This new one we recorded at Sound Emporium, um, which is uh, which is down um, just pretty close to uh, to Belmont down there. Okay. Um, south of town, and uh, it's it's Jack Clemens' old studio. It's been been there for decades some really incredible records have been made there over the years and uh, my buddy justin francis who's uh he, he like i said he engineered and produced the record um he's a he's an incredible engineer and um kind of picked picked the room and everything we kind of um we kind of talked about it ahead of time and uh my other buddy adam meisterhans who i had played with in bands in West Virginia. He's been down here longer than me. He played a uh, guitar and also helped to produce the record. And, oh, cool. uh, the, they've, they've worked together a lot in the past and, and, uh, and really like they, they make a great team. So it was, this was the first like really intentional, like studio record that I ever put together. So, you know, just sort of saved up money from touring and, um, when it was time to make the record, I just wanted to, I wanted to have the experience of, going in and, and doing it in a, in a studio setting and um, kind of did it with mostly the road band and uh, a few other guys that came in and did some extra stuff. Um, but yeah, it was definitely much more of a, of an intentional effort than, than maybe has been in the past. And we did, we tracked it all live in about three days. Wow. No. Yeah. And I mean, obviously it paid off, right? To, to do it that way, to getting, I mean, now you got a record deal, especially yeah. with Rounder Records. I, mean, it's massive. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it did, you know, it's a, uh, and even, even a blind dog finds a bone sometimes, you know. <laughs> what was it like uh, getting the call saying that they were interested? Uh, yeah, I don't think I really, I don't think I really believed it at, at first, you know, I, uh, I'm, I try not to get too, too excited about things sort of, uh, I guess maybe as a defense against disappointment or whatever, you know? Sure. <laughs> um, so I, uh, 
you know, I, I told myself that I wasn't really going to get, um, I wasn't going to get pumped about it until, you know, the ink was dried and everything, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was, uh, trying to be real, real metered about it, but also like, it was such a weird time to get that kind of news. I was just like, I don't even know what this even means anymore. You know, like, right. Like, all right. <clears throat> but yeah, it was, was it like a Zoom call, like meetings like this? I mean, I can imagine it must have been pretty strange. Since yeah, it was in the midst pretty, of all this. Pretty weird. Had a couple of Zoom calls. I'm still trying to get used to Zoom. You know, I can probably count on 10 fingers how many times I've actually like <laughs> logged on <laughs> on Zoom, you know, um, I'm still still getting used to that. But yeah, uh, it was all 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 digital uh communication sure that's cool well the record's coming out next month you, you said you're doing a three-week tour Are you excited i'm sure oh yeah yeah ready to get ready to get to traveling again uh i feel i think most relaxed when moving around you know i get a little fidgety at home um even though uh i've gotten quite used to it <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly have you had a chance to perform at all in the past year and a half <laughs> yeah a little bit we we did a couple of sort of one-off gigs just sort of trying it out um and um for for the most part we we just kind of kind of st stuck to um being at home and occasionally rehearsing with the band just to kind of make sure that we were still together you know mm -hmm. um but uh yeah probably like three maybe four gigs um and we're just now kind of starting to do a few more. We did a little festival in Kentucky a couple weekends ago. Um, oh, cool. What was yeah. that like? I mean, with a, there's probably a handful. Of, oh, if it's a festival, I'd assume there's a pretty good amount of people there. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a smaller smaller kind of festival. It's a Laurel, Laurel Cove. Um, and it's the, the second year that they've, that they've done it. And um, yeah, really, really great, really great folks putting that thing on and it's kind of, uh, it's growing and, um, you know, is, that was the first time that I'd like seen a bunch of people in one place in a long time. So it was right. pretty, pretty overwhelming at first, you know, but, um, but yeah, it's pretty, pretty exciting. I'm, I'm I think everybody's pretty excited to be around live music again. I know I am, you know, definitely, definitely. And I can't wait to hear the record. Uh, thank you so much for chatting with me today, John. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. I have one more question before I let you go. Uh, yeah. Do you have any advice for aspiring artists? Um, yeah, just you, you, uh, just keep keep doing it. <laughs> like don't don't quit. That's that's pretty much the only advice that I can that I can offer. Um, it's uh that's that's really all there is to it you just do it and do it until you can't do it anymore and then you do it some more you know